0: Don't turn it down yet, Chris. It's been a while, so we just got to ride this one out. Mm. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 22 of the Ben Talk podcast. I am Rodney Lewis, your assistant superintendent of human resources. It has been a while. Episode 22 was supposed to be recorded on October 22nd, um, but I couldn't be here due to um, my wife having minor surgery on her knee, and so now we're here to... But before I get started, because I can get going, I have to introduce the man, the myth, the legend, El Jefe, your superintendent's favorite superintendent, my bald head brother, the man himself, Jason Todd Seyfried.
1: Thank you thank you thank you. It's you know what the kids say it's been a minute
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> did, did I say something wrong I'm, you know I'm always trying I didn't, to, I didn't expect that I'm so. always trying to be cool and yes, hip, so you, it's been a
0: minute it, it's been a minute man <laughs> but it's we're here. A, we
1: are here we are here
0: Wow um it's been a it's been a while but we're here I don't know maybe we should record one just before or maybe a mini one. I don't know what you think Papa Chris. Papa Chris isn't mic'd Before up this time, Jason. Before like next Friday. Sure, we could do a mini episode. Like a, short, a mini one, a short, a, like
1: two in a row. I know that a might row. be asking a lot. Well, you know, you know what I say though. You want to give the people. You gotta whatever. give the people and what listen, they want. The
0: people want the Ben Talk podcast, so we know this. Yeah. Because they're like clamoring for the next episode. I think we're doing our community a disservice, Papa Chris, by not
1: recording these more
2: frequently. I
1: agree. Do you agree? Especially yeah. with awesome. Yes, yes. Like we do today. How about that? Is a I, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So we do have a special guest, but I don't, I don't want to talk about it yet. I, okay, uh, sorry, not just yet. I, I want to like have a cliff. We going let her cook. Yeah. Stop. Don't say a word. All right. Anyways, so um, yes, I am Rodney Lewis, your assistant superintendent, and um, we have Jason Seaford, our superintendent, and Papa Chris. But she, Papa Chris doesn't have a mic this time. Nope. Okay. So before we get started, how are we feeling? Feeling Jason, great. Feel great. Good. Why? Because we're... Nobody's late. counting. <laughs> because we're about five days from We're five break. school days to
1: <laughs> a break. <laughs> We had a
0: board meeting last night let's we do a did. quick recap of it though
1: yeah there's it seems like every board meeting we have there's a lot to talk about a lot of yeah. conversations a lot of things that's things that are going a lot of things that are just free flowing in terms of what we're doing to make sure we keep staff and students stay safe and, and in school and so obviously one of the biggest discussion points last night was our covid update and where where we stand with everything and at this point we're re- actually getting ready to send a letter out to our families this afternoon that basically says our protocols are staying the same we also know that we're 5 days away from a sizable break. Yep. And then we come back only for about, I think, eight days. And then we have our next board meeting. So you're yeah. talking 14 school days. And so um, I think you know, the board is primed to look at, we do it every month, but look at the the COVID numbers, the data, the information again on January 13th, and then see where we're at. And really the, the last big change that we really have to make would be to make our K through eight students yeah. optional, and right, that's right. that's the biggest hurdle issue right now that pe- some people still have that that we're still masked up K through eight, and mm-hmm. I understand it. It's a you know there, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. There's a lot of different ways that people are, are concerned about either way. Yep, keeping them safe with masks on or masks. You know, it's either good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we understand that, but again, our board of education is obviously elected by the people, have every right to make those decisions and and vote and approve for those protocols to, to, to be in place, those mitigation protocols to make sure kids are safe. And so we've been balanced this whole time. And if you talk to certain people, they might not think we've been of balanced. Course, but of course, of if course. If people really listen to our conversations during our meetings, we try to put all the information out there, all the data out there, and really see it both ways and making sure that we're making the best decisions for our kids and our staff. And we've done that. And the why has been, again, to keep them safe and keep them in school. And so it's been quite a journey. And to we're, we're based to the point now where when you're talking about, quote, quarantine or excluding yeah. kids from school, we're pretty much all in school unless you're sick or and or you have COVID you sure. have symptoms. I mean, that's pretty much anybody else is in school. Now, we do have some mitigation that's still there that if you have been exposed, either at home or somewhere else and we know about it, or at, at school, we're asking you to wear a mask for 14 days mm-hmm. for that mitigation purposes and try to keep the spread Of COVID, so, and then obviously we're optional at our early childhood center with masks, as well as our ninth through twelfth grade. And then again, the biggest uh, issue right now for folks is that we're still K through eight masked up. Right, Um, we're hoping to get through the the uh, holiday season get back into January and see where we're at with our numbers. And when we look at numbers, we look at our COVID COVID numbers right now. We're, we're higher than we have been. We're about 22 cases in the whole school district. But again, you know, compare that to 4,800 kids. It's it's pretty good. Sure. And then the other piece is we look at our positivity rate in the county and the city, and we've gone up close to that 10% mark again. And so, um, I know people are tired of talking about it. I know people are tired of of, uh, just debating it. Um, But I can just tell you that our Board of Education has done a great job of making sure that they have all the information. That's my job to give them that information and then make the best decisions possible. That's what they've done. And so we're looking forward to another meeting in January to hopefully. And again, our goal is to be in school as least restrictive as possible. So if and when it's safe, we feel like it's safe to get masks off kids, we'll do it. You know, there's a lot of things that come. There's variables, Omicron is coming and yeah. people have heard mm-hmm. things about that and then also we've had an opportunity now for our 5 year olds and 11, to through 11 year olds to be vaccinated. And so there's this timing into that. So sure. I I personally think uh, I don't want to uh say it, uh, you know here all this is what's going to happen but I think we're getting to the point where we're going to be K through 12 uh our EC, early childhood through 12th grade optional here you know fairly quickly in the second semester which is probably the right step to make but we've We've been balanced in this whole approach. So that was the biggest thing yeah. um, that we discussed uh, last night. But there's a lot of other good things that are happening in the school district as well, and I'm sure we'll get to that. But. Sure, absolutely. So we are coming up on winter break, and you know, shout out to our board for giving us those
0: two days because our last day will be December 17th, Friday um, next week. So now we're here. Mm-hmm. Right? Give us your perspective from... You know how you felt coming into the school year mm-hmm. and almost completing. And I know the second, the first semester actually ends the second week of January, but I mean this half the school year will be sure completed from just a month standpoint, the calendar standpoint. W- what's your perspective? And I always t- here.
1: and I always tell you like it is right. I yeah, mean just yeah. exactly how it is. So in some ways it feels like it's gone. Like in a snap, right. and then sometimes it seems like it's it's been forever. I right. mean, it's just kind of a, a little bit of both. Um, I believe we've had a great semester. I believe we have great learning taking place. I, I I believe that, and we've seen our kids do wonderful things in the classroom and on the you know on the fields and in the in the theaters and I mean just great things are happening in our school district. But then again, um, <clears throat> this ongoing pandemic has still been a struggle, and um, we have a lot of kids. We have a lot of adults in our community that are, uh, I believe, that are, that are suffering from some trauma from yeah. from the pandemic. And we've had kids that haven't been in school for a while. You know, the great thing about us is we've been in person or have offered in-person learning Absolutely. this entire time, except for the time we had a, in the spring that mm-hmm. we had to shut down for a little while. But for the most part, we've been in school. Um, but some of our kids have chosen not to be in school. Their families decided to go virtual, which is fine. But mm-hmm. there's been... There's a there's a there's a lot there. There's just a lot to unpack, and so there's a lot of needs, students and staff, and uh, we just we're we're just serving every day to meet those needs. That's Absolutely. that's the bottom line. So it's been a good year. It's been a good year. You know, our theme is best. You know our best year yet. Now we do. <laughs> Julie McClara give a shout out to our spe- our special ed uh, 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 director. But she says but it's the worst year said, ever. She says I think you jinxed <laughs> us, Jason. It's the worst year ever, but it's not. It's it, it is. We we're putting our best foot forward, and great things are happening. But I think we're seeing that there's different challenges to right. this year versus last year. Um, this year we have everybody back. Yep. And so you're seeing be- some behaviors. You're seeing some. It, there's just a lot lot going on. But um, our staff works tremendously hard every day. And we literally, what does best mean to us? It means that we believe in every student together. Right. And we take it day by day. And and, uh, I think we're ready for a rest. I think we're ready for a break. Again, thank you to our board for giving us two mental health Mm -hmm. days to give us two full weeks and three weekends off. That's important. Sure. But we'll be ready to come back and and hit it again and and work hard in the second semester. So long story short, I think it there, there has been challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I to tell you if I de- told you that I don't want this COVID thing to be over. And I'm ready for it to be over. Um, but, we all are. But I'm absolutely. so proud of the work we've done as a group, as a community, as a, uh, you know, we talk about the school district being a family, and, and we just keep moving forward. Absolutely. So.
0: Absolutely. It has felt, especially initially, it felt more challenging than last year initially, um, just because it felt like, at least as a county, we were all on the same page not that we're not now it's just so many variables you know it's just so many variables at play and so many opinions that you know but nevertheless we're here at this point and um looking to make 2022 um, extremely strong extremely strong exactly but we do have a special guest with us today I met this young lady in a roundabout way because we need a help with placing I think a student or something like that. And extremely helpful. And not only was she helpful, she started to provide certification advice. And I thought, who who is she? How does she know so much about this certifications, teacher certification? Then she tells me on the phone, listen, if you ever have any questions about certification, give me a call because sometimes it could be hard to reach the folks at DESI. I said, huh? Because who are you? So then we went out to lunch And she explained a little bit more about her background I thought, no, she's valuable I don't don't even know I didn't even know who she was But we've since grown a a, a great relationship And she's helped me And she's (laughs) I want to introduce who I call The certification guru The certification guru Dr. Tammy Moore Hit it Dr. Tammy Moore, how are you?
3: I am fine, how are you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know the voice is great, right? The voice is great, yeah. Thank you for being here. No problem. Now, you know, due to my, my wife's knee surgery, we had to like postpone this. But better late than never, thank you. I know that it sounds a little weird, or maybe it sounds weird, or maybe it doesn't to you, I don't know, to call you a certification guru. But I tell you, when I, just like yesterday, when I call you or when I text you with the certification, teacher certification question, you have an answer.
3: I do. I do. So one of the big things about me, mm-hmm. um, well, first, let me first say I'm very shy, y'all. Very shy. If you
0: knew Tammy, you would be saying she's lying.
3: Probably. However, so anyways, okay, I have a really good relationship with Desi. Uh, yeah. That's one of the bigger things that's really important to me is relationship building. Right. So whenever you ask me a question that I can't answer, I sneakily reach out to my contact at DESE, and guess what?
0: You get an answer. I
3: get a response right away.
0: And it's so fast.
3: I know. That's relationship building. (laughs) Yes.
0: They obviously have a lot of respect for you because yesterday was just incredible. I mean, it probably cleared up years worth of problems right there just with the answer that I got yesterday. Yes, yes. So, I mean, there's so much to talk about when it comes to teacher certification shortage, what you've seen over the last decade. But tell us about you. Tell everybody about the certification guru. How'd you get to this point?
3: Okay, so we will, since I'm the certification guru... That's what I'm calling Coin the term, Dr. Lewis. <laughs> Tell um, them at Linda
0: Wood. Linda Wood, she's the certification guru.
3: Let's shorten it up a little bit. So okay. I'm, I'm a CG, right? Ooh, CG. So the C- I'm CG. Okay. I'm CG. okay. okay. Um, I like CG. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah. I have a background in business, as, mm. as a matter of fact. So um, I eventually, so I have an undergrad in business, um, an MBA, and then I decided to move on to my educational doctorate degree at Londonwood University. And so I've got about eight years uh, working in higher ed, but I think what makes my job um, special is that I brought the business sector. Mm. To the K twelve sector. Now,
0: how how did you do that, or what what does that look like? What did it look? Just like?
3: Just transitioning. So, I've I started off at Lindenwood as a certification officer, um, and I've grown into the director of academic retention and certification center at Lindenwood University. So, it was an evolution sure. of learning the processes, learning the systems, learning um, educator speak. Like y'all have your <laughs> own way of doing things. Right. So after those years of doing that, I finally figured out, oh my gosh, there's there's a missing link and it's it's really the connections. Uh-huh. And that's why it was so important to meet you and to show you that let's let's do more of this connecting so yeah. we can crank out some teachers. That's exactly quality right. teachers.
0: Well I think oh well just like we have a, a new perm sub Avado. Toilets. Oh yes. So he 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 is an employee of ours. He is um, a perm sub. Now wonderful, wonderful yes. guy. But that was a that was a connection. Absolutely. That you brought to the district and um, certainly um, helped us fill a perm sub void. And Absolutely. he was great, Absolutely. great to work with.
3: And I think I met with one of your um, uh, ELA people, so I was able to find a pathway. So you will have soon a certified um, language arts teacher uh, based on That's the great. certification guru's assistance. <laughs> Just saying, just throwing it out there. you just
0: throwing it out there? Okay, okay, I love it. I love it. So, you know, obviously those that are in our district might know the path to becoming a certified teacher, but I think a lot of individuals in our community may not. So, why don't you go ahead and walk us through that process? Someone that doesn't know, what does it take to become a certified teacher?
3: Absolutely. So, one thing um, with all the changes that's gone on in the state with the teacher shortage, really, I Considered a complete crisis right now, uh-huh. um, is Desi has um, worked out alternative pathways to certification. So the traditional route would be you would enroll in a four-year institution, you know, go go through their ed- education program, you'd complete practicum observation hours, completely guided through the program. However, if you hold an undergraduate degree in let's say basket weaving, it could be any area. Mm-hmm. People forget or people don't realize that there's an alternative pathway. Just because you hold a bachelor's degree, you could become a teacher. There's a pathway to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of CGs out there is the issue. Right. Not a lot of certification gurus to get that knowledge out to the right, individual. Right. So.
0: so you have a, let's just use a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. You have an undergrad in broadcast communication from Berry University when you graduated in 2004. Okay. How would that individual become a teacher or how can they become, what are the pathways?
3: Wait, so, so first of all, a lot of this um, determining pathways to certification is based on building a relationship with that individual. So this person with this broadcasting degree, I would first get to know them. First of all, how well did you do on your ACT? What was your not stronger really well. subject stuff? We're not talking okay. about you. This no, is hypothetical, Dr. Lewis. Okay? <laughs> um, so just building that relationship and getting a little bit of background. So if that individual say, you know what, I was really good at math. I'm like, man, okay, math, STEM feel right. That's what we all want. Um, so I would say, here, you know what you should do? Because there's a content assessment tied to each certification area. So I would say, hypothetical person with this communications degree, mm-hmm. I want you to take this math assessment that the state requires you to take for certification. So we kind of do like this backward, backwards way of getting to the end game. So this person goes in, they takes the math, uh, Missouri content assessment, mm-hmm. and then I say, okay, I think you're ready. Now here's some education courses that you would have mm-hmm. to take. We can work with the district. If the district has a math position open, teaching position open, you can work with them under what's called a temporary authorization certificate mm-hmm. under an alternative route to certification. So there's a lot of different variables sure. that most don't know about. So that person, now you have a math teacher. They'd have to take you know, courses to be experts in the area, but that's a good way to get them started and start receiving a salary sure. while they work to complete programs.
0: Okay, fantastic. So how many education courses would... We- This hypothetical person that graduated from Berry in 2004 have to take. Yeah, so
3: for a graduate student, I think, (laughs) I think we were talking about this earlier. So you're looking at um, three semesters of coursework at nine credit hours. Okay, so three semesters. Three semesters of course, nine nine uh, credit hours each semester, and then there's a semester of student teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, Since we have such close partnerships with the districts, we make sure that candidate receives all of the mentorship, coaching, guidance that they, they, they need to support them through the program mm-hmm. and support them while they're working for the district.
0: Fantastic. That, in, in your last, well, first of all, how long have you been at Lindenwood?
3: I've been at Lindenwood University for eight, about eight and a half years now. Okay.
0: So in your last eight and a half, nine years, in your opinion, what's been the biggest shift when it comes to teacher candidates?
3: So the biggest shift is the decline in Mm. teacher candidates. Do
0: you feel it though? Like I know from an HR perspective, I feel that decline from the administrative ranks. Um, And just looking when we have a teacher opening, I remember when I was a principal in Rockwood Elementary, Baldwin Elementary, shout out to Baldwin. (laughs) I would have a third grade position. I mean, it would be no less than a hundred candidates. No less, no less I'm seeing a counselor position with eight. I'm seeing a second grade position with thirty. Yeah. So the, I see it just by looking at the, um, the the applicant pool when we have these positions that will be posted in March. But do you feel it from the universities? In
3: absolutely, we feel it um, because we are beefing up our retention, our recruitment, and retention efforts. Um, but we we feel it just based on the president. Telling us, yo, mm. these numbers are looking real sketchy, y'all. What's <laughs> going on? And we're like, we're doing everything we can. We're battling, you know. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, with um, teacher education, um, I do know at the state board meeting, they spoke about increasing the salaries for Missouri State teachers. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, but when I was younger, I've never known a McDonald's or a fast food chain to. Pay fourteen, fifteen dollars an hour. Right. So I think the competition is really steep out there. And then with the education programs, they're very rigorous yeah. and costly. So we just have to be creative with ways to to really recruit and retain those teachers. And
0: what do you think the from just from your perspective? What do you think the biggest? Um, what's the biggest factor in our our kids in college not choosing? Education over other majors, or, or maybe not going to college at all?
3: I think it's a lack of understanding of the programs and, and understanding that there's support out there. Um, and so, for me, for recruiting, if I see a kid walking down the hall on campus, I'm like, hey, what's your major? Have you ever thought about being a teacher? And I think sometimes as educators, as professionals, we forget to come down to their levels. And that's an easy way of recruiting. And I've recruited several students that way where they would change majors because I've made them feel welcome to the major. Uh So I really think it's important for for all of us to do a little bit more work that doesn't take too much of our time. Sure,
0: definitely. And, And when it comes to the current students we have, what do you think? I mean, I could tell you from a school district, game, but, but for example, at Lindenwood, what are you doing to help prepare our, our students so when they come in? Because the classroom has changed so much. Um, and I feel like our teachers are more than just teachers now, you know? And so, what has evolved or changed in the programming for a student, for a candidate? That's going through a teacher prep program.
3: Many changes, many changes. For the the biggest thing with uh, what we saw with COVID is we had to figure out ways to truly engage candidates, mm-hmm. and I mean I'm talking candidates from uh, first year college students yeah. to grown people with families. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking undergraduate and graduate. Um, So what we do is we do a lot of data pulling. So we'll pull data and we will group our students, our candidates in learning communities so they can support each other throughout the program. Um, I mentioned earlier, I'm director of this academic retention and certification Mm -hmm. center. That center is specific to education majors. So at Lindenwood University, we have our own advising, a full advising team, professional advising team, but education, we're special. Mm-hmm. So we have our own advising group who, Within the School so, of Education. Within the college of education, college of education. And we support those students. And more recently, we received um, a grant from Desi, mm-hmm.
1: Got some money,
3: finally. Mm-hmm. And um, we developed the Academy for, oh, I forget the name, it's so new, please forgive me. But it's gonna be a way to support teacher candidates of color mm-hmm. to bring them in. Because not mm-hmm. only do we have a crisis in education, we have a complete crisis in candidates of color we need black teachers yeah. or teachers of color i should
0: say yeah sure yep. definitely the um f- from your perspective what do you see and this you're gonna have to turn into um nostradamus here <laughs> but where do you see this going in terms of the changes because if we're in a if we're in a crisis one we all hope that the crisis lets up and that more um of our um high school students choose or or um, second career folks choose to come into public education. what What type of conversations are happening at the university level to look, three, five, ten years down the road.
3: Right. Right. So right now um, we're just really focusing on making sure our curriculum is, um, you know, continues to evolve mm-hmm. and, and we keep up with everything, but really the engagement piece. And then now we are, we have a strict focus on recruitment and retention. So, you know, again, doing those simple things, if you're out to eat with your family, have some business cards in hand and say, Hey, have you thought about being a substitute uh-huh. teacher? You know, they pay like, whatever per day you know just saying you know so I think we we as professionals as educators we need to be cognizant of that and really be prepared to promote the profession it's all on us right now
0: And you know it's it's interesting because um I've heard a few say that they have struggled promoting because it is challenging It it is challenging what is the common language from university students and why they choose not to choose education. Like if you if kid was walking down the hall, mm-hmm. students walking down the hall, down there in Roma, and they and you said, Hey, you wanna what's your major, blah, blah, blah. And have you thought about being an educator? What do you think that, what's the, like if you have to sum it up in one or two sentences, what is uh,
3: that? Actually, I can sum it up in a few words. Okay. I hear this regularly. Okay. Teachers don't make no money. <laughs> right, right, First right. of all, you didn't even say that right. So maybe, <laughs> you, you know, but anyways, but that's the main thing is the income piece. Uh, and that's why I'm hopeful that the state of Missouri passes whatever law they're working on, rightness in legislation right now right. to beef up the salaries for our teachers. And y'all deserve it. Like, uh-huh. teachers deserve it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And how have you seen the relationship? Because you've been there for eight years mm-hmm. between the city of St. Charles School District and Linda Wood evolve. Obviously, we got Linden Teach. Yes. Um, but how have you seen that relationship evolve? I mean, I'm, we're literally in your back door.
3: I know. I'm, I'm, what I'm starting to see is when I first started, there was a disconnect with the SEA, the LEAs, and then the EPP programs. So it's almost like um, a parent to child relationship where the child doesn't really want the mom around or whatever relationship. That's how I feel about my daughter. Oh, here we go. We're not going there. She doesn't (laughs) want us around. So anyways, I see that um, K-12 now says, oh, man, I need you, mama. And EPP colleges, universities,
0: what does that mean for our, Oh, I'm sorry. Educator
3: preparation program. So the universe are like, Oh my gosh, K-12, I need you. Right. And then, and then with you calling me and then me calling the state, I'm like, okay, state, I need you. We need you. So now we're, we're, we're starting to get married and that's what Uh we really need.
0: Yeah. And, and, And so if that's the case, then like down the line, how does this, hopefully it bridges a gap here, right? Because I did feel early in my career that there was a disconnect like once I once I graduated and I graduated from Linwood, I mean, it was like done. I mean, we were done and I went to go be a public educator. I'm starting to find that there's a merge here where public educators are partnering with universities and vice versa.
3: Absolutely. In fact, um, we are working on a plan for our first. Um, we do follow up with our first and second year teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, And we we keep that communication. But our plan this this coming school year is to really tap into our alumni, Uh um, because no matter where I go, there's always someone Uh from associated with Lindenwood University. So so really just building up those engagements. Oh, as I look around, I see all Lindenwood. Y'all better represent up in here. (laughs) Hey, listen, you see all those plaques on the wall from. Yes, I'm here in the student Dr. office. Yes, yeah. Yes. So, oh,
0: he's going to get something. Hold on, wait, wait. What does he get? Oh, so I'll make sure I get picked. Oh, here we go. We're bringing some hardware. Oh, y'all better represent. Jason, us in here. Don't, you got to stop showing. You got to tell us what
3: this stuff is. <laughs> you got to tell us. Like we're <laughs> not on TV yes, right now. Linda, you with the university <laughs> <laughs> president? Nobody Council. can see us. Okay, so there what we go. What is that, Jason?
1: <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but <laughs> stop.
0: Okay, now he's here.
1: Well, on my wall is three three degrees from Linwood, so I'm a very proud alum as well. And I think Dr. Moore's point is perfect. And actually, what a great example of. The partnerships that we're having with Linda Wood yeah. and they're in our backyard, and that and that's been needing to happen for a while. We've been doing a few things, mm-hmm. but I feel like with President Porter coming on as well, there is this very specific intentional outreach of, hey, how do we help each other and how do we come together? And the things that I'm hearing today about specifically the relationship piece, yeah, and how are we connected and how do we how do we get answers? And education, and I can be because I'm one of them, and I'm obviously a superintendent. Sometimes we try to make it as harder and I, as I hard as it needs you. to be. And it doesn't need to be so hard. And so when you have people like this, that are really pouring into our students, people and
3: really, like who, Dr. Moore. Oh, thank you.
1: Like <laughs> this, is that? I mean, that's this is, and and I'm I'm hoping people are really realizing it that, um, there are good people out there that are really helping get the people yeah. get our young people where they need to be and 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 then again we're fostering these partnerships and I just kind of did a show and tell here you couldn't see yeah. it but my my degrees are on the wall from London one and I am very proud to be a part of the president's council mm-hmm. and he's bringing in all kinds of a lot more important people than I am together to mm-hmm. really foster and help with the strategic plan over at Lindenwood, and it's just awesome to see. And they're just reaching out. We're going to meet with uh, the president and some uh, some of his staff members in January, or with our um, with our uh, high school principals and counselors to talk about how to what's the next steps for our kids from Absolutely. school to the university. And not so much to promote Lindenwood, but just the it's about connecting and helping people. Absolutely. And right now we have to do that more. So than ever in education, because they're not kids aren't coming in to teach. Yeah, we have to go get them. Yeah. And we just talked about students of color or teachers of color. I mean, that is where it's at. Yeah. We we have to we have to go we have to go down that path and we have to connect and so I just love to hear the relationship. Be, I, I love I heard being married. I love that. Yes, I'm going yeah, to borrow that. So we're all married but now. Yes, the university. It feels that way. Yeah,
3: K12, and then we're we're you know Desi's like that ex boyfriend you don't really want to <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. about, but Desi's a very important piece to this to this marriage. It is. And so yep. I do want to point out too that our president at Lindenwood University has a business background. He does. I'm very thrilled about that because you know when you start linking these different professions I yes. think you create a powerhouse so I'm hoping within the next five years with this marriage that we are working on yeah. that we will see a shift in, in uh, the low numbers
1: yeah that's fantastic I would just I've I've been just thrilled with how they've reached out to us I feel like I can talk to them uh, John, Dr. Porter, on, on the mm-hmm. phone anytime he calls me. We just, and we're right here. Yeah. Yes. It makes sense. The Let, partnership obviously. And he's reaching out to a lot of people, but we're, we're taking care of our backyard first and then Absolutely. helping. Mm-hmm. And it's just awesome to see. And, and and it's just being intentional about how do we help young people from our age then to that, that, that college age, how do we help development and connect and get it doesn't have to be this hard right absolutely. it's been hard it's been it's really hard sometimes and disconnected yep. how do we get them from point A to point B to point C and get them in our classrooms and get them teaching and get them serving the next generation exactly. that's what it's all about absolutely exactly. so it's exciting
0: yeah I love our partnership yeah I mean with grow your own working on a grow your own partnership yes. we're obviously um, working with the School of Education right. from right. from human resources to the partnerships that you're working with. Um, with the president of Linda Wood, and not to mention Linden Teach. Yes, which is... Linden
3: Teach is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Out, we've heard so many good things. Um, and that's where, where that ex-boyfriend comes in, Desi comes mm-hmm. in at, because Desi just kicked out some dollars to educator prep programs, and that's going to be huge to support these these efforts.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Let me ask you a question. I've Uh-oh. been asking you questions. I'm ready. But now, now you get to sell, is it the School of Education or College? College.
3: We're now the College the of college Education. Of Thank yes. you.
0: What makes Lindenwood University's College of Education the premier destination for high school students that would love to enter the education profession?
3: I think the one thing that really sets us apart is College of Education at Lindenwood University, and I'm not just saying this, my dean didn't pay me extra money to come on and really talk good about Lindenwood. This is truly from the heart. We offer so many supports, and we are truly a family within the College of Education. So once the students feel that, you you get that buy-in, and Mm -hmm. they will do the very best they can. And then once we introduce them to Linden Teach... Their whole world explodes because they say the value in Linden Teach incredible. and the partnership we have with your school district. They get so much, and, and that makes them be the best teacher they can be. Mm-hmm. And we retain them in the profession.
0: I would, I would honestly say that 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 Linden and teaching and for those that don't know what Linden Teach is is that essentially we have. Um, students that are nearing the end of their time at Linda Wood and they do a first semester and they become our substitutes and then the second semester they student teach Um, then presumably the way it works is that they graduate but sometimes we have graduate students who do Linda teach but that's really how it works they're sub for us first semester second semester they already have a designated place to do their student teaching and so you we basically have a year with them under our under our um, SESD umbrella so that piece is is phenomenal.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
0: You know, I do have a recommendation. What's that? Here's my recommendation. Let and me get Am- my pen out. uh-huh And Amanda knows this. So, Amanda,
3: he's speaking of Doctor Amanda, da- Amanda Andres. That's my girl. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amanda. Okay. okay. So
0: Amanda knows this. We've gotta build Linden Teach in the program. It can't be optional. It's too valuable.
3: Yes, and we are working on that, but you know, with Linden Teach, that goes right in line with the teacher shortage. So, Mm -hmm. so once we start beefing up this recruitment, we've got some really good things on the horizon here at Lindenwood University. So, just Be on the lookout.
1: Yeah, let's Let's just stop sharing Linden Teach with other school districts. Oh my God, that would be a wonderful. I mean, I understand Orchard, our friends Orchard Farm here. You know, they they were part, they Uh kind of started, Uh so I, I, they're Uh grandfathered in, but... No more. I love all our friends. No more. We are great friends with all of our St. Charles County friends. No more. But but, but I think there's no room in the inn.
3: The most important part of a marriage is you can't be selfish. Here we go. You <laughs> learned this many years ago, I'm <laughs> Dr. sure. Dr. Morgan,
1: she just <laughs> shut me down in my uh, own office. Yes,
3: yes. So even when candidates contact me, if Lindenwood isn't a good fit, because Lindenwood University is not a good, you know, it's not a good fit for everyone. It's good for me and you. We balled out in there. Yep. like We did good. Um, but I make sure I continue to give them that advice that they need, right. and then I actually reach out to a different at prep program and pair them with, with that institution if that's what what best fits the needs for that person. Right,
0: I listen Tammy, that's a wonderful answer. But She's I'm, correct. I, I'm going over here with um, I know. Dr.
1: Seyfried. Um, let's stop sharing Lewis, it with Dr. Lewis, we're wrong. I know, <laughs> I know. I can, see, right. I can see it in her eyes. She's like, no, no. How about, we're doing some shout outs. How about Dr. Scheffler?
3: Oh, that's my oh, boy. Absolutely. That's my boy. Dr. Scheffler. He does a great job. We have yeah. a
1: great partnership with him and a great yeah. relationship and it just, it, it's just, it's it is refreshing when you have real people who want to do real work yep. and, and just be connected together. And yep. and yes, Lindenwood is greater than just the St. Charles area and just <laughs> us, but, but the connections that we have and the real people, you know, I could go on and on of the, of the staff mm-hmm. that, of Lindenwood that I know that are there and then just... Good things are happening, and good things are happening here, and so that com- combined the two goods, it's going to be great. Oh, absolutely! And we're just—it's just—it's just awesome to see. So
3: yeah, it is. It's refreshing to me. It's really that's refreshing. Tammy, now was it that bad? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I feel bad. comfortable. I yeah, feel good.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause <laughs> we're just talking. I told you. That's right. Shout out, Chris. Give let's, Hello. It's been a while.
2: It has been. It's been well, what two months? The, the Papa Chris minute, the one minute plug. Yeah. I don't even think I need a minute, but we'll, we'll give it wow. a shot.
0: Wow. So, hold on. Let me set this up, Tammy. So, um, before we near the end of our podcast, Chris is not, we don't really let him on the microphone. This is true. However, <laughs> it's because he has the looks, and y'all don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> They're
3: a little jealous. Look at his
0: face! Don't, don't let her hide. Is
3: me. he blushing on the mic? Like, yeah, I think he is. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Anyways, hold on. Anyways. So we give him one minute to just inspire the masses. And I will say he's on a massive run. I mean, the the yeah, he's on the massive run. I mean he is he is dropping jewels for the for the community. And so I know he won't disappoint now. And when he said he didn't need a minute, what that means is he already knows what's about to come out. Sometimes he gets up there and he just but he's been thinking about this one. Papa Chris, what you got?
2: All right, so it might take a minute because I'm going to do a two-parter. First Ooh. part, since we've been talking about education and yes, teachers, sir. Yes, sir. I just wanted to uh, like give a shout-out to the people who decide to become teachers because, as we mentioned, like there's a teacher shortage. The teachers work long hours. They're working from home. They're grading papers. They don't get the proper compensation that they, prob- they, that they deserve. We know sure. they don't. Sure. But yet, these people get up every single day and do a tough job to help raise the future citizens of our country. And I think that takes, for all the downsides of that job... It takes a truly good person to do that profession, to, to have good in their heart, to want to do good and benefit their community. So I commend that. So since That's we're awesome. talking about teachers, I wanted to throw that out there. Thank you. The second part is just happy holidays. Like happy holidays to everyone. We've got, got some holidays coming up. Yeah. Everybody's some breaks off, hopefully from, from their job and from schools and just kind of, and, you know, enjoy. Take time with your families, your friends uh, and, and have a great end of December and uh, we'll see you back bright and early in and, and, and January. So... That's all I got. Boom.
0: You deserve a round. Of what applause, just happened? So That's love. It. <laughs> what love it. just happened?
3: That was perfection. Kind of thing.
0: This, this guy's on a massive run. Mm-hmm. Papa Chris is on a massive run. I don't know. I don't know if we have anything Ooh. else to say. I, I just went blank. I, unbelievable. Chris, I was ready to just like throw my headphones off and just run out of Jason's office. Tammy, thank you so much. Thank you no so problem. much for joining thank us. Thank you so much. The certification guru, Dr. <laughs> Tammy Moore, Lindenwood University. And I will probably be calling you in January with a cert question because that's going to happen. You know. That's what you need in HR. You need wonderful allies because I don't have all the answers. Go-to people. Go-to people. T- I, I, and I, I, I swear to you, if I have a certification question, it's like, Tammy, All right, put it in my reminders. On that's my important. Tammy, okay, question. Because she's going to give me an answer, so that's that's remarkable. Jason, it's time to celebrate. We celebrate. To... Do we have that?
1: <laughs> <What you got? laughs> Why don't we have?
0: I, I Why don't, have celebration? I, don't have a good, I don't have a good excuse.
2: I haven't loaded it up on the, uh, on okay. the machine. I'll,
0: I'll take care of it. I wait, we We've been celebrating for three.
2: You years. You know, I have a good, copyright infringement.
1: I'm not buying it. What is right. happening now? He does. Know. It's. it's um, With Papa Chris, we have great peaks and then we have valleys. It's just like, it's like extreme just like, highs and extreme. And I'm so proud I, of him. I, and then all of a sudden it's just, like. We just look for this balance now, now we're in the water. Like, what's he, he, happening? At first, he doesn't have
0: a good excuse. And then he said it's copyright infringement. Mm. All right. Um, we sell-
1: <laughs> well, it's been we so long festival. since we've yeah. really been on here. So I'm, I'm trying to think about all the great things that have happened. Okay. But just recently. Last night, we celebrated a couple cool things. So one, we unfortunately, we do have some great um, people who are retiring, yes. uh, specifically at our administration level. And so we have filled two of those positions for next year. So uh, Tiffany Worland, who is our assistant principal right now at Harrison Monroe, she was just named last night from the Board of Education, the new principal of Monroe Elementary. Yep. Yeah, so congratulations great. to Tiffany. Just well-deserved, and she's going to continue to do the great work. Kathy Costas has done. And uh, at Monroe, so we're excited about that. And then Dr. Ann Westbrook is going to be coming from Melville. And she comes with a vast experience in early childhood administration. She'll be our, our new principal at our early childhood center. That's fantastic. And she will be replacing our wonderful Carrie Holt, who's retiring. So that's pretty cool. <clears throat> a couple of other positions still open, but we are working hard on that, aren't we? Oh, yes, sir, we are. How about a shout up to, and I, I'm totally... Messed up her name last night, but I think it is Vallejo. Vallejo. Yeah, I said it wrong last night. So Guadalupe. Guadalupe Vallejo, Vallejo. Uh-huh. is a, a St. Charles West uh, senior. She's the vice president of the SC West Mac Scholars Program. Uh-huh. And on December 1st, she was awarded from Quest Bridge a scholarship good. Yeah, that there's a match program. And she is one of very few people in the United States who has received this. And she is... Uh, basically getting a full ride at University of Notre Dame. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. So it's really cool. So shout out to Guadalupe and... And I know Yolanda Curry does a great job with that program at St. Charles West. It's just really cool to see. Yeah, so is. I wanted to make sure we said that. And then, you know, winter sports are here, we had a great um, tip-off with High versus West. Great games. Gym was packed, full of people. Um, and it just it, an awesome time to get together and celebrate and, and, and see some good basketball. Wrestling's going well. I think... St. Charles High girls and boys are going to be really, really strong again this year. And I think there's a special season over at St. Charles West girls basketball good. program. Uh, they beat a really good Troy team on the road last night and they've won a tournament already. So watch out for our winter sports. Fall sports finish out strong. I'm trying to remember everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, both cross country teams had a great finish. St. Charles West girls finished, I think, second in state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was second. Uh, Lily Jackson came in second she won uh, she won the whole thing a year ago so just kudos to them and shout out on, on our, and you know our bands and our choirs and I got to go on a, a band review the other night with both bands about a month ago and that was awesome so we had some stellar plays come that, that have come through uh, this fall season so just kids are just doing awesome things it's yeah. just great to see so I'm really excited about that and uh, and just overall, Again, just super proud of our staff, super proud of our, our students and our families coming together, supporting each other, and just getting through this tough time yeah. and really working hard, hard together. And just shout out to our Board of Education. I mean, um, they approved the two days of mental health. Yes. There's a little bit of Thank an extra you. stipend through ESSER yeah. funds that we were able yeah. to give, give our staff as well. So, you know, you talk about this, the teacher shortage and, oh, they don't, you know, they maybe not make a lot of money or different things. I can just tell you here with our board of education and our central office team, uh, nowhere's perfect, but man, we try to make it as perfect we as don't. we can. And we, we try. try to, we try. because if you, I believe this, everything is about our students, but if you don't take care of your adults you won't get to your students, and right. so we try to take care of our adults as well, and take care of our staff, and, and they just do a fantastic job. So I could go on and on and on. I'm trying to look through some notes because it's been about three months, but um, it's it's been quite a first semester. A lot of a lot of successes, but and again, we're continuing to have some challenges with, with COVID and different things. But we're uh, we're hanging in there, and uh, I just going to be more proud of what we're you know proud of what we're doing. So it's fantastic. You know, I love I love our school district. I know, I know. And thank you for running it. Brother. And happy holidays, to everybody! Yeah, happy holidays. We're just yeah, uh, absolutely excited about the, the the break coming up, and uh, break As Papa Chris said, just enjoy your time with your your friends and family, and really enjoy that time. Let's come back and let's just be stronger. Right. Even and in, in, uh, can you believe twenty twenty two? Crazy. You can talk. You can say something. Oh, can I? Yeah.
3: <laughs> so it was definitely me, and I just want to say that teachers hashtag. Rock. Yeah.
0: How about that? Did I that?
3: say it right? Absolutely. Yeah, teacher. Okay, yeah. y'all rock. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. Rock, so. Thank you, thank you, so you much. for having me. Absolutely. It was an absolute pleasure. On behalf of the superintendent head honcho himself, Dr. Seifert, I am Rodney Lewis, your superintendent. Don't forget to subscribe I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Where you, wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much. And see, see ya. ya.